Hi, this is Steve Sandy for Apple World Today, and you're listening to a special edition of the AWT News Update podcast for Monday, June 4th, 2018. Now, today, of course, was opening day of the 2018 Worldwide Developers Conference, or WWDC, and it was all about the software this year. I mean, there were absolutely no hardware announcements. And uh, in this podcast, I'm just going to go through the announcements uh, somewhat unscripted, so expect more than the occasional awkward pause. So let me take a look here. I, I had to laugh. Um, the beginning of the uh, keynote started with a, a really fun video that was uh looking at uh, developers and, you know, how you can tell the old ones and the new ones. It was kind of as, as if they were a, a type of creature. And uh, 6,000 people are attending uh, WWDC this year, uh, getting all sorts of great information. Uh, they brought up the fact that the App Store turns 10 next month. There are 500 million visitors per week to the App, app Store, and this week, the amount of money that developers will have earned will top $100 billion. Uh, and when you think of the fact that uh, Apple gets uh, 30%, uh, the developers get 70%, uh, Apple's gotten a few bucks out of that as well. Uh, first announcements, uh, the first uh, highlight, I guess you could say, was talking about iOS 12. And they brought up the fact that iOS 11 can run on devices up to five years old at this point. Well, uh, iOS 12 will also be able to run on the same number of devices. And according to uh, Apple, uh, one of the uh, VPs, I can't recall. I think he's over developers and apps and services and stuff like that. Uh, Craig Federighi, otherwise known as Hair Force One, uh, said that the company is really doubling down on performance with iOS 12. Now, at this point, uh, half of the customers uh, who uh, own iOS devices upgraded to iOS 11 in just seven weeks. There's now 81% of all installed iOS devices currently have iOS 11 on them. Uh, Federighi, of course, uh, took time to poke fun at Android, which only has 7% uh, people running the latest version of Android operating system. Anyway, uh, let's see. They were talking about the iPhone 6 Plus as being one of the devices that uh, people will be able to run uh, iOS 12 on. On that device, apps launch up to 40% faster using iOS 12. Um, you know, it's sliding uh, your uh, uh, lock screen to take a photo uh, will open up to 70% faster. Uh, they've also worked on optimizing the system under load. Uh, they were showing a, you know, an iPhone that was pretty busy, and uh, they said that the share sheet uh, comes up about twice as fast. Uh, one thing they've done is said normally on the A chips, uh, there's kind of a, I guess you could almost call it a, a flat uh, CPU performance profile. In other words, it kind of ramps up slowly to high speed under, under load and then uh, kind of goes back down as the load gets higher uh, to save on battery life. Well, now they ramp up the CPU uh, performance as fast as they possibly can. It kind of... Uh, does a lot of uh, weight 
W-E-I-G-H-T, on the uh, performance end. And then, uh, you know, that's going to be a lot more important in terms of getting things to, to run quickly. Uh, notice that there were quite a few new icons, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of those uh, over the next couple of months as people get a chance to uh, try out all of these uh, beta o- operating systems. They were all available today, by the way. Uh, to developers. Now, uh, they talked about uh, augmented reality a little bit. Uh, The company worked with Pixar on what's called the USDZ uh, AR file format, and it allows AR files to be sent to anyone. Uh, Adobe uh, had one of their VPs uh, talking about AR development. Uh, They're all in on it. Um, They're going to have an AR tool Uh, that will be in Creative Cloud. A lot of the Creative Cloud uh, apps will uh, now have features to be able to create or edit AR content. Uh, They're going to have a new iOS app for designing uh, AR content, and you'll actually be able to do uh, AR editing in uh, WYSIWYG, or what you see is what you get, editing mode. Uh, Apple has added a new app to iOS 12 called Measure, um, you've probably seen some very poor apps that have been out uh, since uh, iOS 11 came out uh, that, you know, say they're going to let you measure distances uh, using the phone or uh, iPad. Uh, they've actually built in their own measuring app to m- accurately make uh, measurements. And you'll basically just point the phone at something, tap on corners or edges, and it will uh, be able to give you a measurement almost immediately. Uh, they showed another really cool AR uh, website, uh, or uh, website AR app uh, from Fender Guitars, uh, where you could go in, you could uh, customize a guitar, uh, you know, in terms of the color and, uh, you know, all sorts of, uh, like the color of the pick protector and all that good stuff. And then you can create a life-size uh, guitar avatar, so to speak, that you can look at, walk around, take a look at what the thing is actually going to look like. It was actually pretty cool. I'd love to see that type of thing uh, for a lot more, uh, you know, websites and stores. Uh, some other cool things for AR Kit 2, uh, which is the second version of the AR uh, framework that Apple has, uh, was demonstrated by Martin Sanders and a friend of his named Anders uh, from Lego. And they were showing how you could bring Lego sets to life, combining both the, the digital and the physical uh, Lego sets. You could actually see inside physical creations using an app. Uh, The Photos app in iOS uh, 12 will be getting some major improvements. They're improving search. Um, You know, you'll be able to search for cars and flowers like you can right now. But in iOS 12, uh, you'll be able to make uh, the app will actually make search suggestions. It'll show uh, categories for people, places, uh, different things like that. Uh, Search for locations or it can search for locations, it can actually look for events. So if you took pictures at an event, uh, it will actually show you photos that were taken at that uh, later on. 
Um, they're going to have a new section of the Photos app called For You. It will have memories in there, of course, uh, but also have things like uh, featured photos on this day, and it will show you photos and then say, hey, you could do some really cool stuff by adding this particular effect to this uh, photo or video. Sharing, uh, they're now going to be adding sharing suggestions. Uh, for instance, if you take a picture uh, with some, of some friends, it'll say, do you want to share this with uh, Amber and four other people? Uh, you know, if they happen to be the people in the photo. Uh, their photos of the same event can be shared back to you. So you get all of the images that were taken as a group at a particular uh, location or event. All of the photos uh, sharing is built around iMessage. Siri is getting some improvements. Um, they kind of uh, added uh, what they call shortcuts uh, to Siri. Any app can expose uh, some of these shortcut options to Siri. Now, what I thought this was really cool is that you can create your own shortcuts with this new Shortcuts app. Uh, it kind of looks like they mated the Workflow app and Siri, and you can take numerous um, different uh, apps, create Siri searches for each one of those, and string them together so you could say, hey, uh, give me a surf report. And Siri would say, oh, the surf at such and such a location is uh, currently X number of feet high. Weather is warm and will be uh, 25, uh, dropping by 25 degrees later this afternoon. It's going to take you five hours to get to the beach. And by the way, when you get to that site, uh, you put on sunscreen. Great uh, way to use Siri uh, and really kind of expand its uh, capabilities. So... I look forward to uh, shortcuts in, in Siri. Apps. Uh, Apple has changed quite a few of their apps. And uh, how they've done this is they're actually testing out uh, their tools that they're going to deliver to developers next year that will allow iOS developers to uh, port more of their uh, applications to the Mac App Store. Uh, what they've done so far is news. Uh, you can... Uh, they kind of have a new sidebar, which is kind of interesting. Uh, you can browse uh, particular categories and areas that you're interested in. What I liked was the new Stocks app. Uh, it's got a new design. Uh, they now have a spark line for the day showing how that stock uh, performed during a particular day or time frame. Uh, they also add top stories. So Apple News is now added into the Stocks app uh, showing financial news. Uh, stocks will be available on the iPad now as well. And uh, they mentioned that stocks will be, and news, will be going to uh, the Mac uh, as well. And I'll talk more about that later. Voice memos will be on the iPad now as well. They've also added iCloud support to voice memos. So voice memos stay in sync across all devices. iBooks now has a new name. It's called Apple Books. And uh, it looks like they've really improved it quite a bit. So maybe I'll jump back from uh, using Amazon Kindle Reader and get back to Apple Books. Uh, CarPlay will now support uh, Waze and Google Maps, and uh, there was some Chinese navigation uh, app as well, so that was kind of cool to see. 
they're adding uh, these features for life digital balance. Uh, they have do not disturb during bedtime. It doesn't show any notifications in the middle of the night. Um, you can manage your notifications better. Uh, they can be delivered quietly. You can turn off notifications altogether. You can actually group notifications. So let's say uh, during a baseball game, and this happens to me all the time, you're getting a ton of uh, MLB at-bat updates about every score that happens in a game. Well, it will now group all those notifications, and so you're not seeing you know, 50 items uh, listed in your, your notifications. Instead, you'll see one item, and you can actually scroll through those. Pretty cool. They group them by app, by topic, and by thread. There's now a new screen time feature, and it'll show you how you spend your time on your device. You'll get a weekly activity summary on how you used a device, you know, how often do you pick up your phone or iPad. You can actually set app limits and say, hey, I only want to use uh, Facebook for an hour each day maximum, and you can set that up. Uh, I loved the one new feature called Memojis. And Memojis are essentially uh, like an Animoji, except they look like you. Now, there are new Animojis, including a ghost, a T-Rex, and let's see, there was also a... Uh, Oh, I can't remember what else. Anyway, oh, a panda and a tiger. But the coolest things were Memojis. Uh, I loved the fact that they had a Memoji of Tim Cook that looked exactly like him. And you can, uh, there's a tool for setting these up, choosing hair and skin color and glasses and different things like that. They're also bringing fun effects into the messages camera. And, uh, that's pretty cool. One thing I, I thought was really fun was if you're uh, using FaceTime, you can actually use uh, Memoji in a FaceTime chat. Now, group FaceTime is finally here. This is something we've been asking for for years. And you can FaceTime with up to 32 people simultaneously. Uh, there are these tiles that appear for each person. There's a roster at the bottom of the screen. And when somebody speaks, their tile comes to the front. Uh, so you know it was them talking. Uh, FaceTime is integrated into messages as well. So you can be uh, in a messages chat and say, hey, let's talk face to face, turn it into a FaceTime chat. All sorts of fun effects on the FaceTime camera as well. Apple Watch and uh, Watch OS 5. Uh, they brought up the fact that Apple Watch uh, sales grew 60% in 2017. They now have something called Competitions in act the Activity app. Uh, they're new. You get to see how you and a competitor are doing against each other. You basically set up a challenge and go for it. There are a lot of different activities to do. Uh, there's now a yoga workout type, a hiking workout type. Uh, in terms of running, they've added a rolling mile pace uh, so you can see how fast your last mile was at all times. Uh, there's custom pace alerts and uh, cadence information as well. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm usually pretty good about starting workouts, you know, pulling up the app and tapping on workout and then going and doing my walk or run. Uh, however, there are times that you forget to do that. Well, it will now realize that you've started something and it will start it for you uh, retroactively. 
It will also end your workouts for you. I do this all the time, forget to end a workout. Now it'll realize that your heart rate is getting back to normal, that you're not moving around as much, and it will uh, stop a workout. One of the features I think is the coolest thing that's coming with watchOS 5 is the walkie-talkie function. It uh, uses either Wi-Fi or cellular. It'll require the uh, latest and greatest, I think, the <laughs> latest and greatest uh, iPhone. They said it does work over Wi-Fi or cellular. Um, I didn't mean iPhone, I meant Apple Watch. But basically it's a press-to-talk uh, walkie-talkie type thing where you can talk to another person just by pressing down on a button and talking while you're doing that. And then you let up and they can talk back to you. Very, very cool. Uh, those Siri suggestions and shortcuts will be on watchOS on the Siri watch face. And uh, for the first time, you'll be able to use third-party apps on the Siri watch face as well. Um, they've gotten rid of uh, Hey Siri for the uh, uh, Apple Watch. Uh, from now on, you won't need to say that particular phrase. Uh, what you'll be able to do is just uh, raise your wrist and talk uh, to Siri and uh, it will understand that you're talking to the watch and start doing whatever you want. You can uh, interact in notifications now in watchOS 5. You can see web content and messages. Uh, WebKit uh, has been built into watchOS. Basically what they'll do is uh, use, uh, if they can, uh, the reader view to show you the content on the uh, small watch face. Podcast app is also coming to Apple Watch. You can auto-sync your podcast to your watch or ask Siri to bring one to you. And there's also a Pride Edition watch band that's available today. Apple TV has grown 50% year over year, uh, thanks mainly to the Apple TV 4K, and they brought up the fact that Apple TV 4K under tvOS 12 will have Dolby Atmos sound support. Now, Atmos moves sound in 3D space, and uh, basically what you need to be able to enable this is just a Dolby Atmos uh, soundbar. Well, I looked it up, and they aren't cheap. So uh, if you want really good sound, you're going to have to pay for it. Uh, in fact, I'm sure you can get a 4K HDR you know, 60-inch uh, TV for less than what you'll be, uh, you can buy a Dolby Atmos uh, soundbar. Anyway, uh, there are now over 100 channels available uh, generally to the uh, Apple TV. Uh, Canal Plus in uh, France is uh, planning on using Apple TV as a cable box. Salt in Switzerland, another uh, cable provider, uh, will be providing 300 channels to their customers through Apple TV. And Charter Spectrum in the U.S. Uh, will be adding Apple TV 4K as their cable box later this year. That adds up to 50 million potential Apple TV users in the U.S. alone. Last year, the big deal uh, for tvOS was single sign-on, uh, where you can just enter a name and password once with your provider uh, and any channel you happen to have uh, was automatically approved. You didn't have to sign into each and every channel. Well, this year, the big deal is zero sign-on. If you're on your TV provider's broadband network as well, it just works. Apple TV uh, will understand that uh, you know, you're on Comcast, you've got Comcast cable, and... Uh, 
it'll log you into all the channels that you're uh, uh, able to get. Uh, Apple TV Remote will now be added to the iPhone Control Center automatically. And they kind of brought up as a, a side uh, comment that 48 million songs are now available on Apple Music. Seems like it was just a couple months ago, it was only 40 million. Uh, the Aerial Screensaver, which is one that people really, really like, but they're often looking at it going, hmm, I wonder where this is. Well, you, you will be able to ask uh, tvOS uh, 12 uh, where that particular location is. You can also swipe between locations. And they've added Earth as a location in 4K HDR. They'll have images from the International Space Station. For Mac OS, uh, the, the, this next year, it's going to be Mac OS Mojave. Uh, one of the new features is dark mode, and I have to say it looks really, really good. Uh, they will have uh, desktops that will actually change throughout the day, uh, going from you know full sun to dark. Um, that dynamic desktop will change uh, throughout the day. Uh, for desktop, I know a lot of people love using the desktop as a place to uh, just throw files that they're going to be working on. Well, now they've got something new called desktop stacks, and these can be arranged by time, by type, by tags. A uh, great way to stay organized. Um, you know, for instance, all JPEGs that you happen to throw out onto your desktop, they'll be in one little stack, and you can kind of uh, slide through uh, that stack do things with them as you want. Finder has a new view called Gallery View. Uh, gives you a big, 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 big uh, preview up top. Thumbnails across the bottom. It's a very nice way to preview images. Uh, there's also a sidebar that supports full metadata, so you can see what camera uh, you used. If you happen to be looking at a, a photo or file size and you know other details, if you're looking at some other document type. Uh, quick actions for the finder is appropriate to a document type. So, for instance, with pictures, you'll not only be able to kind of look at them, but you'll be able to do things like rotate them as well. Uh, quick look will now integrate markup and editing, um, you know, just by hitting a, a file and hitting the uh, uh, spacebar, you'll be able to bring up, for instance, markup tools, editing tools, pretty cool stuff. Screenshot capabilities are uh, going to be bumped up in Mac OS uh, 12, uh, 14 as well, excuse me, Mojave. And uh, you've got a choice of types. You can edit them uh, immediately. You can uh, do this for video as well. Um, actually, pretty cool stuff that you'll be able to do. Continuity uh, gets a new feature called Continuity Camera, where you actually use the iPhone camera as a scanner or camera for the Mac. So if you happen to be using a uh, Mac app that uh, can take input from continu Continuity Camera, um, it will automatically send that information from your iPhone to that app on the uh, Mac. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I mentioned earlier that uh, some apps that have been iOS only are moving to the Mac as well. Those will be news, stocks, voice memos, and the home app is finally coming to the Mac so you can use your Mac to control your home. Security and privacy, uh, they're going to add greater protection on how apps can access information. And basically, they're going to be protecting your, your uh, privacy by default. 
Safari will automatically block how things like like buttons and comment fields can copy your information, uh, which makes it a lot less likely for data companies to track your, your uh, personal info. That's going to be available both in Mojave and in iOS 14. Um, they're actually completely redesigning the Mac App Store. Uh, they've got a bunch of different areas that are in a sidebar called Discover, Create, Work, Play, Develop, and Categories. Um, they're creating a rating and review API for Mac apps, making it easier for Mac applications to ask for reviews. Um, and they've talked about how a lot of companies that didn't want to get into the Mac App Store are finally going to move to the store later this year, including Microsoft with Office 365. Uh, they talked a little bit about uh, technologies. Uh, there are now 1 billion Metal-enabled devices. Metal, of course, is used for um, basically uh, accelerating graphics and also uh, in machine learning. Uh, they now have a tool called Create ML, which will let developers train machine language models with their own data. It's all built in Swift. Um, it's basically 30% faster. Model sizes uh, are reduced by 75% uh, using quantization. Uh, they did come out and say that they are not merging macOS and iOS. They're just going to make it easier for iOS developers to bring their apps to macOS. By the way, APFS will finally support Fusion and hard drives uh, sometime late this year. Developer betas are available today. There were no hardware announcements uh, that were made, uh, which really kind of surprised me, but uh, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. So uh, anyway, that's uh, about it for today. Um, we'll be talking more about WWDC 2018 tomorrow night on AWT-TV, so be sure to join us as we go live at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday night, all on the Apple World Today YouTube page, and we'll have an announcement tomorrow about that. That's all the news for today. Join me tomorrow afternoon for the next edition of the AWT News Update.